0: The Money Show. The Africa Business Report. Tonight, a different kind of Africa business focus, and that is whether or not African businesses are truly factoring in climate change into their health and security plans. Are they factoring in climate change at all? Dr. Crispin Stratton is Global Health Advisor for Clinical Governance at International SOS. As a continent, generally as a business sector on our continent, Chris, are we treating climate change as a an immediate risk? Uh, Bruce, first, thanks very much for getting me on the call Uh, and um,
1: first of all climate change and the way we phrase the question is really important because uh, somebody asked me previously, uh, what can business do for climate change? The answer is I don't know, ask the specialists and those that have asked, etc. But what we certainly and I'm involved is look at
0: associated with climate change. I mean, but No, Chris, that's awful. Sorry, Chris. Um, I'm putting you on hold because we need a better quality phone line. What a boring, boring occupation this is. (laughs) And you're bored with it as well, I'm sure, uh, because you're the person who is very kindly giving of your time to us. uh, And we then rely on the cell phone providers to give us decent quality phone lines. And we find with increasing regularity, unfortunately, that the cell phone lines are unreliable, the cell phone companies will say to us, well, it's because of load shedding. And we'll say to them, well, make a plan. And they say, we do. We put batteries in the cell phone towers. And then people come and steal the batteries (laughs) because the cops don't protect... So sorry about the quality of the phone lines, but my producers are very adept... At getting the fresh phone lines, as we have now, sorry, Chris, we were interrupted you very rudely as you were being low shed. Give us a sense, please, <laughs> if you would, um, in terms of the sense of climate change and its impact, of course um, on on the way in which business is carried out. yeah Bruce, so exactly
1: that, and this is it's a more refined question. The question really is around is how climate change, how does it impact health, in fact employers. Geez, and how we manage that and navigate that. So, the global survey that was done with international air So, yeah. no, no,
0: no, not good enough. Pause, breathe, engage, George, before I say something rude. The Africa Business Report. Last try. Dr. Chris Van Straten. Let's have another try, Chris. Last go. Yes,
1: absolutely. Last
0: go. And Bruce, if
1: it's uh, all that, it was just a pleasure talking to you, even if very short. <laughs> so Bruce, just, <laughs> just to sum it up, um, and not to make people more depressed, I think there's so much going on. I was listening to your previous talk about ESCOM. But basically, here's what us nerdy types are, are seeing and thinking and advising with big companies, whether it's globally or in parts of Africa is the changes in uh, climate, whether that's heating or changes in rainfall patterns, we are seeing a change in disease patterns. So, for example, we're seeing dengue and malaria pitching up in parts of Africa where historically, five years ago, 10 years ago, we didn't see because it was dry and there's no way that Anopheles mosquitoes could breed there and therefore couldn't transmit. And so what that means is when we are consulting or supporting clients, whether that's a client multinational operating uh, a site in Namibia or a site in Angola, or whether that's a a South African-based company traveling up to the DRC or Uganda, then we will be saying to them as part of their risk strategy is, right, if you want to go to Uganda, you... Two months back when they called me, and answered, you can go, but you've got to be careful because there's Ebola. So you need to know where to go, how to go, and how to mitigate that risk. So part of the discussion, well, there's been a lot of discussion on global warming. I think the science is actually pretty clear. But where there's less nuanced discussion is how do companies mitigate the risks linked with uh, climate change.
0: So that, that's really what the discussion is about Chris. And I think I got that in, right? You did, and it was oh, clear hey! and uh, so far and uninterrupted. Uh, you would think... I'm holding we'd be, I'm holding thumbs. You'd think we'd be better in the aftermath of COVID in terms of dealing with these risks, Chris. Clearly, I mean, there are so many things on executive agendas at the moment um, that mm. a, a lot of the stuff appears to be either remote or so distant that it's not sort of near the in, in the top five of things to worry about.
1: Yeah, yes and no. So first off, one, is not the first pandemic we've had as a species, and it's certainly not going to be the last. So what was interesting with the most recent survey and the risk outlook for 2023 was how in different locations we are seeing some of the c-suite going hang on this thing's still real we still want to track we still want to monitor we still want regular updates and we still want to mitigate risk in areas where there's particular outbreaks especially we same parts of the us at the moment with the xbb 1.5 but there are other risks on the horizon so again it depends on your location the risk appetite. And what can you do to mitigate? just give you a very simple example. Some of the companies we've worked with work in very dry, hot environments. Now, the risk there to the staff is dehydration. Dehydration over, let's say, several days or weeks, repeatedly, you can end up with more kidney stones. End up with more kidney stones, you've got to be medivac see a specialist, there's all these added risks and then money, bottom line, that gets cut into there. So, the thing there is to say, right, what are the most relevant risks? Where are you getting your data? One of the big issues we've had, and I was privileged to sit with the WHO and do some training with them on pandemic information, misinformation. How do we detect it? How do we find it? Who creates it? And how do we debunk or pre-inoculate against it? So that's a very big piece of the puzzle for especially the C-suite. And then it's how do you action it? How do we analyze and action that? And then again, for the location in Africa where I'm based in Johannesburg, and uh, a lot of the businesses we support north of South Africa, malaria is a huge deal. And it seems to be on the increase. So my message here is, hey, please, let's continue that discussion. Uh, it does maybe not the main issue. Now, if you're getting a blackout and you can't even get a phone call, But we certainly need to have that discussion because we can keep people safe, which will also keep businesses more productive and uh, operational. Thanks, Chris.
0: Chris, thank you. Well done. Chris van Straten, the Global Health Advisor for Clinical Governance at International SOS. That and the phone lines have (laughs) made it a little bit tricky this evening. But Chris van Straten this evening here on The Money Show.